Yeah, duh. We're live for the first time in a couple of weeks. I think it's been more than a couple of weeks, hasn't it? Welcome to No Choftes Podcast. It is Roy Reacts. This is what I'm going to call this particular episode because I've said what I had to say yesterday. But Roy is here. He went to the game. Philemon, how you doing? I'm fine. Ray. I'm fine still, Moon. Uh, yeah, it's nice to have a live uh, after, yeah, it must be over two, three weeks. Actually, more. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't remember when was the last time we, we did a live. But yeah, it's nice to have the opportunity to chat, even though, you know, you uploaded your your stories and then you did a, a live after the game. So you left me fuck all to, to talk about the game. Yeah, well, listen, you went to the game, you experienced everything. You know, we can go through a, a, a few things that I haven't discussed anyway, i.e. team lineup, i.e. the system. There's a lot of things we can really go through, but we don't want to drag this one on for too long um, because no one likes talking too much after a defeat. I, I spoke to a couple of the players, no names mentioned, they're disappointed with the, with the defeat. And I said to one of them, I'm glad that you guys are upset that you lost because if you were going clubbing, if you were dancing, if you were all sorts of malagiers after the game, yeah. you, it shows that you wouldn't care. But they, they're genuinely upset. The players have come out with some fantastic uh, messages to the fans. You were there, Philemon. What was it like before the game? What was the atmosphere like? How would you describe it? Okay, for, first of all, um, it, it was nice for me to be back uh, I missed the, that feeling because it's been quite some time now. Um, generally, the vibe was um, positive, you know, uh, because the fans were, were not disappointed. Even though we lost the first game 2-0, the fans weren't really disappointed. Obviously, if it was other times, the 8,000 fans uh, was going to be a very low number. But yesterday, they were, they were all vocal, you know, they, they were supportive of the team. They stood behind the team. They applauded the team at the end of the game which uh, I believe the, the, the round of applause wasn't so much for the two games with Dynamo, but it was for what they have managed and succeeded these last two years because we didn't really have the opportunity in, in these almost two years, like a, a bit over a year and a half, to show our appreciation to everyone, the players, the, the staff um, and everyone. So I think that was a long overdue uh genuine round of applause because obviously there was the is me when we won the Pulos and that was crazy but that was you know uh but yesterday was it was it, it, it was nice it was nice I, I mean if there's one thing I, I I'd like to keep from uh, yesterday was the big round of applause and the respect and, and the appreciation we showed to the players. We, as a podcast, we've been trying to stay positive and uh, say how important it is for, for the fans to change their mentality. And and if we want the DNA of the club to change, we're the ones who have to change as well. So it was nice to see. Hopefully, it's um, something that's going to continue, even though, you know... Uh, I'm a bit worried that you know if if the results don't don't continue coming, I don't know how patient the the fans are going to be. But it was nice to see that. Okay, like like I I mentioned earlier, you you spoke uh, yesterday about the game and. Um, 
okay i don't i don't want to sound um ungrateful i don't want to sound um critical i don't want to bitch you so obviously early on in the in the state in the stage when we were drawn against dynamo we knew we were the underdogs we knew for various reasons which you mentioned last year uh, yesterday for example the, the the budget the experience uh, um the academy the talent the quality um they had nine uh, international players playing for euro they had uh, more competitive friendlies they had more games so on a mental and a physical level they they were more prepared and it would take uh, a little miracle for for us to to manage something and uh, overall you know in the 180 minutes what i saw uh, there were spells in these two games that we that that difference wasn't that evident um and okay we agreed that the the first game away from home we 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 approached the game i think really well but uh two minor slip-ups uh, a little bit fatigue the quality of dynamo i thought i thought that the two nil was a bit harsh one nil was a bit more representative i think even though it wasn't unfair in the sense that it wasn't you know but one nil would have been more representative so we came back to rcb and we knew we had a, a mountain to climb but even so the, the the fans and the players and the managers believed that we could do something. Obviously, the, the possibilities were on our side. And uh, we started the game. Uh, I, I thought that uh, the starting 11 showed intent that we we wanted to get something off the game because it was the only way. I mean, we had to score at least two goals to go to stoppage time without conceding one. Uh, but on the other hand, uh, we weren't left with a lot of um, players on the bench to change things if if needed to. Even though, okay, we had Dura and Fodi and Kagu who came on late uh, later on at the game. Um, the first half, I thought we we, we defended quite well. Uh, it was. Um, Close to what I expected. Let me stop, let me stop you there two seconds. Yeah, because Nami Logos Come on. Come on. <laughs> I love this guy, man. I fucking love him. I'm going to leave I that for the rest of the show. I'm going to leave I it for the rest of the show. Fuck it. I, I missed him so much. I missed him so much. I was going to, I, I was going to, I will talk about Michael later on. I, anyway. Hello, Mike, man. Michael How are you looking at what I do? I just spat. Meh. See how excited yeah. I am? I just spat. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm getting old. My teeth are falling out. And I went to the dentist and he had to fix one of my teeth the other week. It cost me 140 quid. Look at this motherfucker. Oh, Jesus. Go on. Keep talking. Keep talking. Yeah, Keep so talking. As, I, as I was saying, you know... Um... <laughs> so so as, I, as I was saying, it, it all depends... Or, or <laughs> he's still laughing. <laughs> uh, anyway, as I was saying, it all depends on, on how we see it. Obviously, if we say that our roof is the Europa League stages, 
or more realistic one is the conference uh, league stages, then I'll say, okay, we we still have a, a lot of things to do to, to be Champions League uh, group stages material. If I just see it as, as what it was, uh, I I thought that, um, and I agree with Mr. Berg at the end of the game, he said, if you want to have luck with uh, any of these teams, you have to be concentrated at all times. You you have to, Van Dyke, <laughs> you have to be concentrated at all times. You have to be uh, tactically orientated. You have to uh, have more determination, more more passion, more will. Uh, be more clinical in the, in the chances you have. And I would add to that that you need to have the best possible squad that you, that you that you that you can turn advantage of having a core and a backbone of players into a disadvantage because for whatever reason we're not signing the players or if we did sign them they they didn't help us so uh, when it comes to to that I think we we should have been more prepared for these games if we want I repeat to to play. Champions League football. If yeah, let, let me let me let me let me stop you there two seconds because I said this yesterday and I'm sure you you, you saw it yourself. Before to, before yesterday's game, we'd only had two competitive games. One was the Super Cup against Anorthosi, and the other one was the first leg against Dinamo. But Dinamo had two games in the the first round of the qualifier. They had a league game. They had us in the the first leg, and then they had another league game. So they had five games under their belt in terms of match fitness, sharpness. They were way ahead of us in terms of preparation. And as you said, their energy levels, their ability, everything. So the ball, the, 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 the it was against us even before kickoff. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm, I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying that uh, I even added uh, to that, they, they also, also had competitive friendly games and they had nine internationals who, played in the euro so they, they of course they were a lot more ready and you could see that especially from the first game after the, the hour uh they stepped up and you could see that we got tired yesterday we got tired even earlier because we tried to to attack in the first half and and basically all the second half were basically trying to just follow dynamo and and it was the only part of the game where the difference was ev evident. I, I thought myself when I saw them like Stoibedon, I thought to myself, okay, the, the next level. Now I'm seeing a team that's a lot better than Omonia. But what I'm saying is that we needed to sign two or three players and we didn't. And okay, we had the COVID situation. Yuste got injured. Kusubu got injured. Kiko had the problem with the, you know, the he, with Aruka and whatnot, so he, he couldn't play. So we went there, and I believe that as underdogs, we're the ones. It's more costly for an underdog when when they're not when the squad is not. If we were Dinamo and we we're missing a couple of players, I'd say I'd Embirazi. But when you're Omonia and you want to go to to the Champions League. You need to have all the possible players. And I think we're just stuck what I saw yesterday. And I repeat, 
Yesterday's game and last week's game is not representative of the caliber of the teams we're going to be playing against, uh, competing against with. So I still believe, and I repeat, I don't want to be misunderstood from what I'm saying. I, 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 I was one of the thousands that stayed behind after the game and I was clapping and I, I felt proud for, for everything we have done. But I, I, at the same time, I need us to, to level up and I, and I want these players to 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 come and play. And okay, if someone can guarantee that with the with, with the squad we got now, we're going to be better and we're going to be playing more uh, attractive football and, and and be faster on the counter attack. And and yesterday we didn't have anyone to link the midfield with with the players up front. So that's why I'm saying I'm going to be a little bit strict because yesterday we had to score to win. We needed two, and then we needed three goals, and we didn't even create three chances. So, okay, it's nice to say oh, we, we were good for most of it, that the difference wasn't so evident between the two teams. But at the end of the day, we, we played uh, 180 minutes. We didn't score a goal. The chances we created weren't a lot, even though maybe we should have been a bit better with the finish and uh yeah i i, I thought that again we, we were slow we were very predictable uh the the lines weren't connected to each other and uh i don't know if if it was because you know loiso and johnny weren't at the fitness level we expect everyone wasn't at the fitness level we expected obviously but loiso and johnny mix played two games and uh even though he was good defensively and he had a good understanding of what was going on around him, he didn't really help us push up. Jordi, sorry for me, was tragic yesterday. Um, he knows it, but okay, this is my opinion. Well, made when, you say, when you say tragic, do you mean in terms of his his overall performance or just was there anything particular that you saw? Because for, for me, I was saying to uh, to Chris yesterday on because Chris jumped on and he was like, well, you know, him and and uh, Mix didn't look right. I was like, well, they haven't played together as as a two. As you a know pair. what I'm saying? As a first as a pair, they haven't played with each other in that system. Um, I I know Jordi gave the ball away a few times in the last ten minutes, but I think it goes back to what you said about fatigue. He was getting tired, man, and th these things happen when players are tired. It's the concentration, it's the energy, everything, and then mistakes are made. But what what is it that you saw? that made you think that he didn't have a, a, a good game? Ovid, listen, man. Okay, mostly it was, it was the fact that yesterday we needed to have a different approach to the game. Listen, I, I don't like repeating the fact that, you know, I don't want to be misunderstood. I, I know what, what uh, Jordi uh, is offered to Ammonia and he will still offer. And I'm so grateful and I'm proud for him to be the captain of this team. And I'm always harsh on Jordi because I know where his roof is, okay? Uh, but at the same time, I've been saying the past one year or so that we need to find someone to gradually replace Jordi. We, we depend too much on Jordi. And and yesterday, he he, he was very slow, not, not just the, towards the end, he, from the beginning. He, he, he didn't have the energy level. He wasn't sharp. He wasn't at the... Me testing both guns, the bustle, I was tiptoeing, like be, being ready. 
yeah, maybe the fact that he played with uh, Mix for the first time, obviously that also didn't really help him. But he he would lose the 50-50s. He wouldn't push the team up a lot. He lajos passes. And a game where you need to be more aggressive, he, he, he didn't help us. So that's why I'm saying. Because if you look at the look at the team, Refile, uh, or Langcho, or Hubo Chan, uh, they've proved in the this is the third year they're playing with us. They're not the kind of defenders that are going to build the game from behind. And, and they've got, the, you know, the, 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 when the, the ball's on their feet, it's like a ticking bomb. They want to just give it to safety. Okay, so they're not helping the game from, from the back. Then Sheu is really good defending. So we're left with with, uh, with Leziax to attack. Okay, then in midfield, Mix didn't attack. Jordi didn't attack. So we were left with, uh, with uh, Loizo and Johnny, who were trying to basically... It wasn't team, so it wasn't... They weren't connecting with the rest of the team. We're just passing the ball to them and they were trying to work their magic. Eric was tracking back because their left their left back was really good player and he was attacking. So Eric was... He, he spent most of his energy defending rather than attacking. And then you had Chepa running up and down, up and down. Chepa didn't stop running all the game, pressing, pressing. But he... So at the end of the day, Refile, I I don't know. I, I think if, if we had this player on the wing and a number 10 that could cut the defense in two, split, give a through ball, have a different... We were very, very slow and very predictable and very easy to defend, Refile. This is what I think. But again, I'm saying we're playing with Dinamo. We're playing with Dinamo Bervoyon. We're playing with Dinamo Zagreb. So I, I, think, I think that. that's I think that's that's precisely where the where the issue lay. Um, you know, there were parts of the game. There was one bit in the first half where Johnny's nutmeg their fullback cut the ball inside, and I thought hit it, son. Or like they will always look for the last for an extra pass or want an extra touch in the box. And this is the difference between playing in the Brodathlima and playing in Europe because you you don't have time to beat two or three players unless you're Messi. Or Ronaldo, you can't beat two or three players or, or Salah. You no, know, these elite players, you can't try and beat three or four players and, and then still have time to put the ball in the back of the net. It's not happening. Like I said, Johnny's wanted a bit of time on the ball. Loizo was taken out. And I'm, I was saying, release the ball quicker, release it quicker because you're being doubled up on or they're closing you down or they're forcing you out wide. They're forcing you on your, on your weaker foot. And this is this goes back to what I said last season there, Roy, about experience. It's the inexperience. Granted, Jordi's experience, Eric is experienced, but have have they played enough of these European games to say, yeah, they've got the experience to play against? And I know people are gonna say to me, oh well, Jordi's played in the Premier League. I get it, I get it, and he's played for Barcelona. I get it. But when you're playing in the Premier League and playing in Europe, it's a completely different story. Playing against Burnley and Brighton and and Manchester United are different to playing against Barcelona and Juventus and Bayern, etc., etc. It's a different, different game. It's a different animal. I threw in Man United as a piss take. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that United are like they're like with Burnley, but you get what I'm saying. It's like it's a different level. So you can't afford to make mistakes. You need to take your chances and as I said, if you don't do that, then you're going to get punished. And this is where 
we're at is still the learning phase. There's still a lot of players in this team who are relatively young, relatively inexperienced at the elite level. And this is a fantastic journey from last season to this season. If Michael is right, and I hope he's right, we get into the Europa League. Bala, there's more experience for these younger players. We've got the likes of Humble breaking through, Benizello, uh, Evangelo, etc., etc. So everything is is being pieced together like a puzzle. But it's so difficult to remain impartial and remain, how can I put it, uh, calm when it comes to games because you always want to win. It doesn't matter who you play. We could be playing Real Madrid. We want to win that game. And if we lose, we're still disappointed. But that's just football. That's, that's, that's life. Anyway. Listen, man, I, I, sorry. I, underst I understand what you're saying precisely. And uh, like I said, uh, the, what, let me just comment. Is there a player who's comfortable against a team who play high-intensity game? Is there a player who wants to dictate it? No, yeah, but yeah I, I, I agree. For me, Jordi should gradually start being replaced we have to find a replacement and Jordi is a player that you know he's amazing in 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 the dressing room he's a very experienced player he's helping all the players he, he he's helped the youngsters he's helped kusu for me the reason kusu is the most improved player is is, is mostly because of Jordi and also when i look at the bench i'm going to have Jordi on the bench and when we're winning 1-0 and we want to dictate the tempo and slow the game down and want the experience, then he can come. But if I'm losing 2-0 and I need to attack, Gomez is majority is not the player to, to play. If we were winning 2-0, yes, Gomez is my man. If, if I'm losing, I want someone who's a bit more aggressive. I need someone who's... You, you, can, you can play him if you've got runners. And by that, I mean, if he's able to, to, to be threading balls, because we've seen it with Billo, we've seen it with even Beckham in the middle of the park. And I'm not saying that Jordi is at that level, but if you want to talk about playing in Cyprus, he practically is at that level. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. But if he's got runners ahead of him, he can ping balls. We've seen him ping balls left, right and centre, square balls, 20, 30-yard balls, he can do that. But he needs yeah. movement ahead of him. And as we saw the back end of last season, people were doubling up on him, which obviously meant Gusu could get forward. Do you know what I mean? So he he's an integral part. And look, I'm not going to disagree with you. I, I, I don't think he had the best of games uh, yesterday. He had the worst game in the first leg. And that's probably because of the two goals that we gave away. But listen, you know, these, these things happen. I, I think, um, you know, Jordi, you know, being partly to blame for both of the goals kind of took a lot of slack off uh, Dura. Because if, if uh, we drew nil-nil, people would have been like, I see if Duris has scored. If Duris has scored... If he scored, but now, or should I say, on on the, the, the night of the game or afterwards, it was your D this or your D that. You know, I'm not yeah, saying I'm, that. I'm not saying yeah. that. I'm not saying that you think that your D should be dropped. I'm not saying that you think that your D is a bad player. I'm I'm not saying that you're saying ne anything negative about him. I think you're being you're very fair into your analysis of his performance yesterday and his long term future at the club. Because let's face it, he's only got a year left. You know, so we need to prepare because he might turn around and say at the end of the season, I want to go back to Spain, I want to go home. And then what? We're gonna we, we're gonna turn around and say, Oh well, you know, we've we pinned all our hopes on you. No, it's reality. Yeah, and it's not just him. There's Eric who's 34, there's Eustace who's 34, there's Hubert Chan who's 35, 36, there's Papu Liz who's 36. So that's another thing. But anyway, I don't want to personify that I don't I, I'm not blaming one person. For, for the disqualification or the lot. I'm just saying another version, another version of, uh, 
of what I saw yesterday. Because, yeah, for me, I could have said easily, yeah, I'm, I'm very proud. We gave 100% and uh, uh, Dinamo is a better team and we lost and uh, never mind, let's pick it up. And I do say these things, okay? But at the same time, I'm wondering if up till now, this is a better version of Omonia that we've seen last year. We've conceded three goals from headers in three games. And that's why I was going to mention Michael. I miss Michael. <laughs> okay. Again, I'm not going to, I don't, I'm not here to blame anyone. Oh, uh, Tiago, did we have someone to replace Tiago? Did we have someone to, to replace Michael? Uh, so that's what I'm saying. If, 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 if you have ambition to, to play at some point, uh, Champions League stages, it's teams such as Dinamo that you have to play up against with. You're not going to play against uh, San Marino or, I don't know, Liechtenstein or I don't know who. Well, I don't understand it's how Legia Warsaw faced uh, Flora. How did Legia Warsaw face Flora? Genius plus Dina They were seeded in the in the, in the strong... They, they... Uh, Legia... So what, what I'm, I'm trying to say, I'm not saying that if we had another one or two players or if, 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 but some maybes. I'm not saying that it was, we lost the, our position, but maybe we could have created a bit more trouble. Maybe we could have created a lot. And this is something I want to see from Omonia this season. I don't want to see just clean sheets and one nil victories and ugly wins and professional wins and stressful wins and all of that. I want to see a, a bit of more flair, a bit of more fantasy, a bit of more uh, I, I, I need, I don't want to respect teams so much. Not, not all times. I'm not saying disrespect them, but we, we show the utmost respect to everyone. And, and you know, it, it, it can get very stressful at times. But anyway, I still believe that we're, we're, we're favourites, no matter what happens. I believe, realistically, the conference uh, group stages is a realistic uh, target. I still think Europa League is difficult, but again, we can still do it. I have faith in the team. I do have faith in the team. I don't want any of the players that are in the squad to leave. I'm just saying we might need to inject the team with another couple of players with different characteristics. Maybe Tsiayi, uh, maybe Loizo and Johnny. Not maybe, I'm sure Loizo and Johnny, when they're back to match uh, full fitness, they're going to be a lot more helpful. But I need someone as a, to play the number 10 position. And let's just hope that Kusu hasn't got something... Uh, because from what I hear, uh, there's a possibility that Kuzu is injured. I, I, I didn't manage to to find out what it is that he has. Yeah. I don't some know. Of the, some, of the, uh, some of the websites were saying that he was he was uh, on the bench as a precaution, whatever that means. I mean, if he's if he's not fit, then why is he on the bench? So I, I don't know. I mean, there must be some kind of official line from the club coming out soon. We'll, we'll know in the next week or so because we, we're playing Flora on Thursday, aren't we? The ninth. Is it the ninth or the eighth? The ninth. Fifth. The fifth. 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 Bravo. Yeah, it's the fourth. Where the fourth is? Yeah, the fourth is the Wednesday. Sorry. Um, 
so yeah, we're playing them on the fifth. So we'll know by then if he's going to be fit because the first leg's at home. Um, yeah. But yeah, listen, he, he, you know, Atiyah when or Yai, whatever you want to call him, I can't even pronounce it to be honest. Yeah, um, I'm calling him man. I, 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 I haven't seen much about him, but you know, speaking to to Valerio, who was uh, at Hajduk Split, um, spoke to him before the first leg of the the, the Dinamo game. He says he's a, he's a really really good player, really good player, and he will do something in, in Cyprus, which is what we need and. From what I understand, it gives gives you that extra bit of aggression. I think that's the one thing that perhaps Ernest doesn't have um, that uh, Atiyamwen has, that aggression. You know, a similar sort of player, but Atiyamwen looks like a very, a more aggressive kind of upper body strength kind of player. Um, and hey, if, if he can turn it on, then, then absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So, another one, man, it, it, it's so, it, it's, a, it's a tricky one because... You know, it's our third game of the season. We've lost two. We've won one on penalties. And it's the games aren't coming thick and fast like they were the back in the last season. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's difficult. But listen, we can, we, we can bounce back. If anyone else can bounce back, it's us. And I've got no, um, I've got no worries for now anyway. Uh, listen, last year when... We didn't win eight games. We remained positive. We believed in the team. We believe in the squad. I, like I said, I still believe in the existing squad. I just think it's unfair that we don't add. Anyway, we're talking about signing these players. So my my only issue is how you could turn an advantage into a disadvantage when you just need two or three players and it's August and you've been scouting these players because you knew Vito was going to go. You knew Harris was going to go. You knew Ernest was injured. Okay, Psaltis and Eustace came in early because we wanted to lock our defence. This is something we did last year as well when we renewed Fabiano and, and Michael and we brought in Kiko and we locked our defence. But going up front, I, I, I seriously need to see a little bit more Θέλω να δω μια διαφορετική νόμια. Δεν θέλουμε δεκάρι, ρε φίλε. Θέλουμε δεκάρι. Θέλουμε κάποιον να, να συνδέεται στις πιο γραμμές. Δηλαδή να την πιάνει και να, να, να σχίζει we need a good set-piece taker as well. The thing is, last season, when the season, close, close to the end of the season, in fact, I think the transfer window in January, you and I were talking about players that Omonia need, right? And we were saying, we need a number 10. Yeah. And I, I was just saying, well, we're not just going to go get anyone for the sake of getting them. And you're like, yeah, I agree. But we, we still need a, a number 10. We're still in that same position. Thiago left, right? So we needed a, a, a winger. All right, EI is coming. We don't know how good he's going to be, but that's the like-for-like like replacement. Yeah. Mavria's left. So we brought in Psalti. So that's a like-for-like like replacement. Vito left. So we brought in Mix, like-for-like like replacement. And obviously, Michael left or went to uh, Vidi. And we brought in Yuste, which is like for like replacement. If we're talking about positions, there's a name here which we keep hearing. We keep hearing, we hear, keep hearing, we keep hearing. And this guy, as far as I'm concerned, can take us to another level. Whether or not we can sign him is a different thing. He's linked to another club in Turkey now. I don't know. This is a name that keeps popping up there, Roy. We were talking about him even before Ogriashvili's name was being mentioned. I don't know. I don't know what to make of things anymore, man. I really don't. Ε, φίλε, εντάξει, οκ, είσαι τρανσφέρ, ως πάτε γιώσει η μεταγραφική περίοδος, να ακούσουμε πολλά. Καλά καμνή ομόνια που τα κρατά on the low low. 
But we'll see. We 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 need now. I know. I know uh, that we're looking for a number six. So that probably means that uh, a Kusu probably, you know, what he has might keep him out for some time. B Sheu, who could have replaced him in the middle of the park, is going to the African Cup, so we're going to miss him as well. So I think we were looking for a number six, and then a number ten. Okay, I could have mentioned other positions, but I'll be content if we if we we get a number ten for starters, and then we'll see. I mean, we've got another month or so. Yeah. We'll see if we progress in Europe and all of that. But I respect and understand the the very specific financial policy we have that we don't want to uh, spend a lot of money. That we want to put a price on a player. We don't just accept like, but. If you want to sign, for example, Zahid, for the sake of the conversation, who wants half a million, and you're willing to give him like uh, close to 300, okay, you're going to have to wait till the end of the transfer season. You you see if he didn't get the, the offer he wanted in the first place, and then there's a risk of not signing him. But already, when you wanted him the most, because all the money was, was in yesterday's game, the Champions League money is not comparable to anything else. Number six coming, huh? Number six. Ah, then Michael, you come back. Yeah, Michael, <laughs> yeah, Michael, you come back. But and Michael, when are you going to come back on the stream again, man? You tell me when you're available, and you, I want you back on the stream. We need to talk. We need to have a proper talk with you and the the Omonia fans. I know you, you you jumped on before, and we really appreciate it. But it would be good to catch up anyway, man. But. Yeah, so listen, I'm not um I'm not panicking, but I think that the, the concern right now is we're no different in terms of squad depth now than what we were at the end of the season. Do you get what I'm saying? So, you know, four have gone, four have come in. It's like for like. So we haven't added to that. So you know, I, I guess the saving graces, as we spoke to Gosta and as he mentioned, the other teams, apart from IL, have basically scrapped everything and started from scratch. They've gone, fuck this. We're starting yeah. from the beginning. So then it's going to take time for them to, uh, to 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 get used to their system. But, you know, so I, I'm not I'm not feeling down. I'm not feeling stressed. I'm not um, despondent. I, I have faith in this team. I have faith in these players. And um, I'm pretty sure that this time next week we'll be talking about a, a victory against Flora. I hope. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I, I agree. Like I said, the the, the only reason I chose to take um, this sort of stance today on on the on the podcast on the live stream is because I didn't just want to repeat what you said yesterday because I agreed with most of the things you said yesterday, and normally we, we do agree uh on on a lot of things so i i sat down and i thought to myself okay um in in in, in cyprus we say and in greece there's a saying saying so you understand what i'm saying so i'm not being ungrateful i'm not being uh critical i'm not but i just want to see a better version of, of my team and this is something that everyone wants in the in the club. It's not just me. I'm not saying that my opinion weighs more than anyone or this is what should happen. Uh, like I said, I, I respect the financial policy. I respect everything they're doing. I just 
disagree with the time that we choose to sign the players. I think that we should have had them since day one. We should have had all the weapons in our in our holster. And uh, that's this, it. That's this is something that we said. This is something that we said weeks and weeks ago. There. I mean, you know, you you bring, and Michael will tell you when you've joined the club. Say, let, let's say for example, we sign a player at the end of the transfer window. Yeah? yeah, that player has missed two, three months of potential training, preseason training with his with his teammates. Now, if he's lucky, he'll he'll bed bed in straight away. He'll get used to the club system. He'll get used to the culture, the the league, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But if they start at the beginning of the transfer window, like for example, Sati and I don't know Mix, for example, who joined in, in preseason. They've got. They've had more time to prepare and get used to their teammates, and get used to the system, and get used to everything. So bringing in a player on deadline day, it's a bit of a risk, man. It's a bit of a risk. But then again, listen, players have been signed on deadline day, and and they've worked out to be decent players. We've got Everton Vidic, for example, at United. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, man. Okay, I, I'm saying it's it's a whole different story. For example, we're not playing in Europe, and we're waiting for the Prodastrima to start on the 25th. I think it's the last week of, of August that we the production is going to start. And I think, I, I wanted, I think we, we found it was the 21st or the 22nd, apparently. I don't know. <laughs> okay, yeah. All right. So uh, what I'm saying is that if, if I were to sign like 12, 13, 15 players like we used to in the past and we didn't have any European games and, one, and I'm missing two players or three players and I'm getting towards the end of the transfer window as Pumen, then I'd say I understand. But if I'm playing the most important the most important game probably of the year was the the two games against Dynamo. Why I'm saying that is because our dream is to play in the uh, Champions League group stages. So why wait? I'm not saying say, I'm giving an example. If our budget is 7 million, let's I'm just giving a number here. Make it seven million and three hundred thousand, so you can have the players you want in the first place. That's all I'm saying. And yesterday, if we had two, or three, we signed the Yayi, and there was a clause on on the contract that he can't play against Dinamo because we signed him from Dinamo. That's common, yeah. But listen, he they they loaned him out last season, didn't they? He wasn't he wasn't there. He was at another team. It was that like locomotive something or whatever the fuck they call him? It was another team, and so it's not as if he was one of their first team players. But he, he could have caused them damage. And to be fair, on the guy, it's kind of done him a favor because if he scores a goal against his team and and knocks them out, he goes back to Croatia. They're gonna fucking kill him. <laughs> and that's, I guess so. But anyway, Refile, okay. Because I wanna, I wanna lighten things <laughs> before we go. I'm, uh, honest opinion on Dura. Honest opinion. Uh, it's not. It's not. You're not gonna hear something uh, bad. Um, like like uh, Stell always says, he's he fights all the time. He tries to give his all. Obviously, when you're a striker, you, you your oxygen is, is is scoring goals. He feels the pressure. He understands it. Um, okay. Uh, it's not as if he, he... 
he has the, this goes back to what I was saying earlier. We need to create more. We need to have more chances, more opportunities. Okay, I'm not saying his numbers are good, but he all around he's helping. I believe that if if we stand behind him this year, he's going to score. I don't know five, six, seven goals. It's not possible for him to have a worse season when it comes to scoring goals than he did last year. Uh, but it's uh, scoring goals is a, is a matter of the whole team. That's what I was trying to say about yesterday uh, about yesterday's game as well. And this is my honest opinion about Dura. Uh, I stand behind him one hundred percent. Right, one more thing because I know we've gone on for like forty minutes, Giza. No, right, and we've 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 um we've spoken about this on numerous occasions, and we're just going to go into it one more time. Where is it? Hang on, Duda. And now we've got to Michael Torane. Eh, to accept. It is. Do you see that? No. So Magario and Gazibi is on the table, mate. It's difficult. The, the saga is difficult. So what, what do we what do we say now, man? We we've done this dance so many times, right? Magario, Gazibi, they're talking about Salamina's ground, blah 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 blah. I don't know. What 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 do we say now, man? What do we say? What do I say? Ah. Okay. I believe that um, we should play Stogasi B. Okay, I don't. I don't care. Well, I'm, pay I'm, the money. Affiliate negotiate again, okay, and pay and and try and build your own ground as soon as possible. And actually, I'll tell you something. Going and I'm not saying it as a guy from Nicosia. Okay, I don't care because Omonia fans are from all over the island. And uh, we've got a lot of uh, fans coming from Pafo, from Limassol, driving to... It's not a matter of me driving to go to, to the site, to Akhna, okay? It's like a 40-minute drive from where I'm living. Uh, anyway, I do that when I go every every weekend to Prodara. I go there to swim, so it's nothing for me to drive a 40 minutes. Any day, I, I do that every day. I, I drive a, a lot more every day at work. So for me, just driving to go. But it's, it's, it's the experience... It's another thing, the momentum and the dynamic that we have as a, as a team because of the first position and the champions uh, that we became. If we had the RCB, we could have sold like 12,000 season tickets, I believe. Okay, I believe that this number was uh, doable. Now, what are you going to do? And now, this is the Cosmo. What are you going to issue season tickets? So the first 4,000 who buy season tickets and then the rest... Of the Omonia fans are not going to be able to go watch the game. What are you going to do? What are you doing, guys? And then, it's it's nice to sometimes it's nice to to look at your accounting books for everything, okay? But sometimes you have to look at your history books as well. And Omonia and Omadatu lauwe bidieshi to laumbu bisodis. And if you strip them of that right of going to the stadium, Refile, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know, Refile. I don't know, Refile. 
Sorry, refile. Sorry. If they do in the end, I'm going to be okay. But for me, η θέση της Ομόνιας είναι μέσα στο Γασιπί, ρε φίλε. Κίνον είναι το πιο μεγάλο γήπεδο της Κύπρου και για τον κόσμο της Ομόνιας, ο κόσμος της Ομόνιας θέλει να πιένει γήπεδο. Του το θέλει. Και άμα μπαίνεις στο Βασάκι, δεν μπορεί να πάει ο κόσμος στο Βασάκι, ρε φίλε. Δηλαδή αύριο είναι να παίζω με τη φλόρα, με, τη, με τον οποιοδήποτε, να παίζω εγώ, ντέρπι με το Αποέλ, μες στο Βασάκι, τη Σάχνας, ρε φίλε. It's a matter of principle and it's, a, and it's egos and I don't know what the fuck it is, but it's the fans who pay for it in the end. And I don't care if the fans are like, eh, me kofti, buena beksu, me enjen, nagao, enjaf, kiasu, eh, me nan kofti me, refile. Eh, me nan kofti me, I'm not saying, eh, wala losu, mbori o papastavru, na eshi, bundo, horafin, mesti verinya, jen na bien, na hachtiso, ibedo, mesti verinya, jen na hori, dekapende, shigya, eskosmo. Ah, por la ore, afile mu. Ane, horendo, dasagi, dekapende, shigya, eskosmo, ane, supo, por la ore, ane, ho, problema. Αλλά να πιένουν τέσσερις σιγιάες, άμα να θέλουν να πιένουν δέκα και δώδεκα σιγιάες κόσμος, you're not respecting τους οπαδούς σου, ρε φίλε. Τους που θέλουν να έρθουν να σε δουν εσέν. And you're like pointing a finger to the fans as well. What are you going to do? Τι είναι να κάνεις σε τον κόσμο. Μπορείς δύο χρόνια πιερώνουν season tickets και μιάνουν πίσω αλεφτά τους και τώρα να τους πάρεις στο βασάκι. This is the thanks we get, ας πούμε. Και τώρα αποφασίσαμε ότι έχουμε πρόβλημα με γασιπία, ας πούμε, έβρετε τα, για πόσα λεφτά μιλούμε ρε φίλε, έβρετε τα και κόψετε και κόψετε τα από κάπου αλλού και έβρε έναν άλλο σπόσο, αν κέρδισε κάτι άλλο και χτίσε το κήπεδο σου ένα χρόνο πιο γλυωρά και φύγε που κάνε, και άρχισε τους να κάθονται και αθορούν. The new stadium in Limassol, I think we've gone through this before, costs close to 29 million, if I'm not mistaken, 29 million euros. Now, if we are to build a, a new stadium, there's going to have to be government support, right? Because that's what's happening with, with the Limassol Stadium, yeah? From yeah. what I understand. Now, are we in a position to, to say to Mr. Broedro, can you guys help us out? Are we in that position? Because if we do that, then no doubt Mani Dara is going to have something to say. No doubt, you know... Uh, humble has <laughs> got something to say, etc. etc. So, we're, we're basically stuck in a situation whereby we're gonna have to suck it up and and stick it out the Ghazibi until we can afford to build this new stadium. Which, as uh, Chris said yesterday, people have been talking about it for the past 10 years. Yeah, okay, well, <laughs> it's a lot more than 10 years, but anyway, this is my opinion. This is my opinion. That we should try and find a solution with Gasipi. And Nachtisu Gerkida Degashias Poden Nadin Hitisusi Refile. Poden Nadin Hitisusi. Damena Nasasumento Ibedon Masishikovici Hronga Bugatronas, Dogunadian Nachtisento Ibedon, Genna Naskachena and Nadus. Thank you, Androm. And Nachtiso and Nachtiso Ibedon de Tisachnas Refile, and Nayan and Nachtiso Ibedon Tisachnas and Gadalava Refile. Now's come no Wesker Kides. Two Tisachnas Refile, Xiamum and Gimbue, the Adiena and Name Pelame de Dejas Posto de Refile. Paretadem, Mono Nomoniare, Tipo de Ando. Eina Otora Pareal me meton gigging Tisachnas, Chevedon Gahep, Revaretana. Astacat Sungado, Avalon Golon Buscadona, Evrum Mogasibi. 
I repeat, what are you going to do? Because it's not easy. Yeah, I call shotgun. Who's going to go to the to the stadium? You know, you, you don't have to issue season tickets. It's going to be first come, first serve. This is the only way. Yeah, 4,000? Okay, 4,000. Well, this is it's all about the Hazzy Z as well. That's another one, but that's fucking. You know, you want well, to play the Parthenon, honestly. You might as well go, go to. Go to uh, you might as well play on Bedres, you know. So. Anyway, well, look, um, we've done close to 50 minutes, mate. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's been a, a lovely show. And uh, thank you for everyone that's uh, contributed. Thank you, Michael, for watching our show um, while you're waiting for training. I uh, hope to have you on sometime soon, my friend. And uh, yeah, you're getting a lot of people here, man. You get a lot of people, a lot of love here, Roy. Yeah. A lot of love here, man. You're putting your foot down and you tell it you're sticking it to the man. Well, look, before we go, um, do you want to promote your, your Instagram, anything like that? It's there, man. It's there. It's, there. it's just it's Roy Roy Chofters. Oh, ooh, nice one, my son. I just saw that, man. Nice one. <laughs> Does anyone want to know Chofter's t-shirt? We're going to get them made, man. We're going to get them made. Nice, nice. Okay, we'll get them made. We'll get them made and we start selling them to people. What do you reckon? Because you make yeah. some money off these t-shirts, right? Yeah, he's sort of about the Benjamins. All about the Benjamins. What? Right, Gobelia, that's it for another episode of No Chofter's podcast. Roy reacts. I love these fucking shows. I just sit back and get a cigar out and Roy fucking talk. It's it, it's it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't feel it. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Sorry, sorry, I'm a bad excuse. It's a good Anyway. Bamishilakamu, 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 Amorishis Tomu Bamen, Omoya, Apocrisy, Bamen.